Welcome, yes, welcome. Thank you very much. You join us at the Intergy Cruiser Show at the Sirius Exhibition Station. In today's show, Timbo the Ferret will be test driving the new Kith Sunstorm. We'll be deciding where it goes on the funky board. I'll be looking at the latest in quark drives. And boring as all rigid. Later on, we have celebrity in a budget-conscious spaceship as Garfield Lemper feels the punishing escape velocity of the Umbriel slipstream. So, strap yourselves in, engage, thrust and prepare for Max War. <laughs> Doctor Who, starring Paul McGann and Sheridan Smith. Max Warp, by Jonathan Morris. middle-aged blokes with spaceships. I couldn't tell you what half these aliens and androids and leopard skin whatnots are, but I bet they're all male, single and having a midlife crisis. These aren't just spaceships, Lucy. These are the latest, sleekest, fastest spaceships ever constructed. Mm, of course they are. I mean, look at the neutrino converters on that. Yeah, not compensating for anything at all. Besides, I had my midlife crisis centuries ago. Hyperion <gasps> boosters. Ugh, get a room. How can you not like spaceships? I do. Just not in the sense that I want a poster of one on my bedroom ceiling. That said, at least these are proper spaceships. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with the TARDIS. No. Apart from all the things that are wrong with the TARDIS. Admittedly. It's just, it's not so much a spaceship as a shed. A shed? <laughs> Your face. I knew it. Classic inferiority complex. Thanks and welcome back to Max War. Broadcasting live from the Sirius Intergy Cruiser Show. Whoa. Who's the guy with the ball patch and the tight jeans? Just checking the brochure. Jeffrey Vantage, outspoken columnist and media personality. Join us as Timbo the Ferret prepares to test drive the Kith Sunstorm. And we'll be with him live every parsec of the way via a SATCOM link. Calling the Ferret. Can you hear me? I hear you, Jeffrey. Just firing up the boosters now. What's your first impression? Is it is it really the best the Kith boffins have to offer? Well, Jeff, I'm getting a strong G-force despite the residual dampness. So, definitely not one for the little lady popping out for a shampoo and set. <laughs> the fascinating thing about the sunstorm is that the, the vector stabilizers... Shut it? up, O'Reilly. Tell us, how does she feel when you slip her into overdrive? Well, the power steering is a bit of a swine, actually. I'm having to compensate for relativistic drag as I shift into the orbit around the first moon. Typical Kith design. Looks like a brick, steers like a shopping trolley. <laughs> now, steady on, Jeffrey. Uh, political correctness and all that we don't know. Oh, do, the hell know. with political correctness. There's only one word for Kith design. God awful. And before you say anything, O'Reilly, I'm hyphenating, OK? I'm having a bit of difficulty here, Chief. The flight computer's rocking me out. Oh, no. What is it? His orbital path's too sheer. He will be able to recover. Ferret? Ferret, you all right? The ship! I'm nose-diving into the first moon! No response for the controls. 
Altitude 800 miles! 600! Tell me, Jeff! like it. What do you mean, looks like it? We saw. I know one thing, Lucy. What we saw was no accident. Security officer Judd Gilbride, I'm told you're investigators. That's right. Special attachment. I think you'll find our credentials are in order. Platinum rank clearance. Who assigned you? I'm afraid that's strictly need to know, Miss Kilbride. I could tell you, but I'd have to erase your memory afterwards. In fact, I may have already told you. I'm guessing it's no coincidence you're here during the presidential visit. You might think that. I couldn't possibly comment. What presidential visit? Ow, my leg! What intrigues me is that even though we've raised security protocols, there's no record of your arrival. No, well, there wouldn't be, but... I'm counting these bruises, you know. We like to keep our movements confidential. So normally you'd be able to keep track of all the comings and goings. Nobody can enter or leave this station without me knowing about it. Can I at least ask what you're doing here? Oh, you can ask that, Miss Gilbride. We're investigating a murder. The death of young Timbo is a total tragedy. And all of us at Max Warp are truly devastated. For me personally, it's like I've had one of my arms hacked off with a rusty chainsaw. It is literally that painful and inconvenient. Yeah, we're, we're shocked and, and devastated and, and, and stunned. And, and I think and this... shut up, O'Reilly. We can only take comfort in the fact that he died doing what he loved doing. Driving at high speed in a reckless manner. We in the Kith oligarchy... Extend our empathies to the co-genitors of the DC. Of course, young Timbo would still be here today if the Kith Sunstorm had been spaceworthy. I mean, had he known that... Our technology is incapable of malfunction. The only explanation is that the ship was deliberately sabotaged by the enemies of the Kith oligarchy. Oh, good grief. Are they trying to start a war? President Farmer! You're not... Where's my usual spin droid? It has been recalled for upgrade. My functions are superior in many respects. Yes, whatever. You've been fully briefed, I take it. I can provide up-to-date political-social analysis to two decimal places. Go on, then. Hit me with the awful truth. Your approval ratings are down 14 points. When asked, do you think the Kith oligarchy was responsible for the death of Timbo... 61% of the public said they agreed strongly. 18% said they agreed mildly. So they're foaming at the mouth. Wonderful. My next move? Polling suggests immediate and devastating military reprisals against the Kith would increase approval ratings by 20%. Any options which don't involve throwing away my political career? Calculating. Time remaining. Two minutes. One minute, 55 seconds. Spindroid, cancel programme. Yes, Gilbride, what is it? President Varlon, I've checked all admission records and your Spindroid is here in my office, yes. Your efficiency amazes me. Who are these people? I'm the doctor, this is Lucy. We're investigators. We've been assigned to look into the recent accident. Except we don't think it was an accident. No, we have reason to believe that young Timber was murdered. Interesting. Spindroid, analysis, murder investigation. Oh, you have a Spindroid. They are great little gadgets, aren't they? Calculating. An announcement of a formal investigation would increase your approval rating by 4%. You should also wear the dark blue suit when making the announcement. And if I mentioned we suspected foul play, that might stop the Kith ambassador rattling his cage. Very well. You have to understand, our relationship with the Kith is politically delicate. We cannot imply they might be in any way responsible. I don't care who you find guilty, Doctor, so long as you find them innocent. I shall do my best not to cause you any embarrassment. But who are these Kith when they're not at home? Forgive my assistant. She had to have her memory erased after our last case, for legal reasons. No, I didn't. You see, a complete blank. <laughs> I mean, you lot, you're the Varlin, aren't you? 
So who are the kith? The kith are a highly advanced sponge race from the neighbouring system. Until the Treaty of Plavikar Hinton 20 years ago, we were at war. Oh, yes, I remember seeing a documentary. You nearly wiped each other out. Very nearly. So there are those on both sides who have good reason to bear grudges. War is easy, Doctor. Peace, it turns out, is much more difficult. Oh, I can see why they made you president. I wish the public showed your high opinion. According to my spindroid, they would prefer a leader who declared war at the slightest provocation. And this event, the Inter-G Cruiser Show, is to show you can work together in peace. Yes, both races setting aside their differences for the greater good. But now someone or something is trying to reopen old wounds and reignite a galactic war. For the Super G Ice Dance Spectacular are still available. For details of how to apply for a free trip to the Vita Novus Health Spa, please visit... That president, she just did everything that big shiny robot told her to. Fortunately for us. Spindroids are full of interesting opinions, but you have to take them with a pinch of salt. They are notoriously flighty machines. So, where do we start our detectiving? Stage one, gathering evidence... Miss Gilbride, do you have a recording of Timbo's last moments? Everything should be logged in the Vidi matrix. The controls are self-explanatory. Fast forward, rewind, volume. Not sure what that button does. What are you looking for? Signs of sabotage? Impossible. We prohibit access to all prototype Starcraft for precisely this reason. No one can go near them without... Without you knowing about it, I see. And no one went near the sunstorm. Nothing was flagged up as suspicious. I can double-check if you like. That might be a very good idea. Oh, and a coffee would be nice. Would you like a donut with that? OK. List of suspects. Miss Gilbride. Obviously guilty. Why? Had the means. Could have broken into the ship and cut the brake cables. I'm not sure that's quite enough to go on, or that spaceships had brake cables. Hmm. OK, then. It's the President. Because? She said it herself. She's doing badly in the polls, and the people want a leader who'll declare war. She's just looking for an excuse to make herself popular. <laughs> Again, Lucy, I'm not sure you quite grasp the concept of evidence. Besides, as we've just seen, she's only doing what her spindroid tells her. Uh, of course. It's a spindroid. Yes, perhaps. But I have the feeling it's going to be more complicated than that. Calling the ferret. Can you hear me? I can't help feeling we're missing something elementary. <laughs> Go, Sherlock. Go, Sherlock. Could you not do that when I'm trying to concentrate? Wait, wait. He called him the ferret. Yeah. What if... What if, right, using the word ferret causes spaceships to crash? How, exactly? I don't know. It could be a computer thing. It might not just be the word ferret. It could be any mammal. All right, forgive me for trying to be helpful. I was just thinking aloud. I could tell. Well, maybe it's something to do with that hissing noise. Uh, yes, wait a moment. I'll filter it out. Calling the ferret. Can you hear me? Well, that's strange. Doesn't make any difference when I adjust the volume. It's still there when I stop the tape. Stop the tape. Lucy? Lucy? <sighs> Wake up. Wake up. We're being gassed. Mm, so it's not funny. Like sucks. Quick, wake. Wake up. Wake up. Lucy, wake up. Lucy. Where are we? What happened? We were knocked unconscious. Now we appear to be in the cockpit of a spaceship. An Epsilon Nova 90, if I'm not mistaken. Why do they keep the aspirin? I've got one hell of a morning after. Yeah, that would be the after effects of the gas. No kidding. Hang on, you mean we're in a spaceship? Like... In outer space? Activating forward scanner. Oh, dear, that's not pretty. I don't know. I think as moons go, it's quite cheerful. No, not pretty, as in directly in front of us, growing larger with every passing second. We're on a collision course. What? You mean what happened to Timbo is going to happen to us? Yes. How do we get out of this thing? Help! Help! There is no way out. What, no escape pods? What sort of spaceship do you call this? No escape pods, no lifeboats, no parachutes. Can't you override the flight computer or something? I'm trying. It's as if it's reprogramming itself. Do I want to send an error report? No! Come on. Oh, no, it's frozen. The course is locked in. We can't change it. Ferret! What? If saying ferret causes spaceships to crash, then maybe saying it again, you know, undoes the effect. Oh, good grief. Mole! Um, Otter! 
Beaver! Oh, God, what are those things called that pop out of holes? I don't believe it. I'm trapped on board a spaceship about to crash into a minor planet. My companion is listing vermin. Me, a cat! Oh, well, can't you think of something? I'm trying. It's just we seem to have run out of options. Altitude 1,000 miles. 900 miles. 800. 7. Hold on tight. Why will that help? Not remotely. 5, 4, 3, 2... Hang on, we're still alive. Yeah, I'd noticed that. You have crashed into the fourth moon of Sirius Alpha. Your ship was completely destroyed. You have failed your driving test. Simulation ends. Simulation? Yes, yes. Yeah, we're in a, a flight simulator. Didn't you guess? Ugh, no more than you did. Come on, help me down. That was a bit too chuffing convincing, if you ask me. A few more seconds and I'd have had to change my damn belows. This must be where they train the pilots during the war. It would have to be realistic down to every detail, but why go to the trouble of gassing us? Only to leave us in a flight simulator. Somebody's idea of a joke? No, no, I think it's somebody's idea of a clue. A clue? Right, yeah. So, where to next, Miss Marple? Stage two. Interviewing suspects. Patrons are reminded that the Sirius Exhibition Station is strictly non-smoking. Ambassador, may I ask where you were at the time of young Timbo's death? What? You presume to accuse a representative of the glorious Kith oligarchy of murder? Not at all, Ambassador. To be honest, I'm under strict instructions to find you not guilty. So if you could just point the finger at someone else, that would be most helpful. Uh, not that you have fingers. Waggle a front. We are not oblivious to the fact that we have many enemies amongst the Varlon. There are those who would wish to see the peace process fail. Yeah, and there's nobody on your side who feels like that, is there? Not a significant number. The Kith home system was almost obliterated during the war. We would not have been defeated. We held our ultimate weapons in reserve, but we paid a terrible price. I personally lost all four of my pregenitors. I'm sorry to hear that. Which is why we are so keen to cooperate with President Varlon on this venture. To put the past behind us. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to release some spores. Would the owners of the Dripcock spaceboat please remove it from the docking bay? No one? No one at all? An exclusion bubble was placed around the Kith sunstorm. The scans indicate that nobody went anywhere near it. And these scans detect everything? What about robots? They detect heat, electricity, radiation... Right, but could these scans have been tampered with? Impossible. No one could tamper with the scanners without... Without you knowing about it, Security Officer Gilbride. Which means... The Kith intended the spaceship to crash. They're trying to provoke us into war. And that makes sense how? For all their talk of reconciliation, the Kith maintain a thousand-strong battle fleet. We have nothing. If there was a war, we'd be annihilated. So you don't think it's one of your lot behind this? Not unless they intended to get us all killed, no. But wait, hang on. Why would the Kith want to kill Timbo? Oh, don't ask me. You're the investigator. Thank you, Miss Gilbride. You've been most helpful. <sighs> OK, so what next, Doctor? Stage three. How do you fancy going undercover? Ambassador hailing the Kith oligarch. Oligarch receiving. What is it, Ambassador? I have been monitoring the Varlon Vidi News matrices, your fungalness. Public opinion indicators suggest the populace want military action to be taken against us. They hold us responsible for the predetermination of Varlon Timbo. But the Varlon president gave me her personal assurances. The Varlon do not share our enlightened system of government. If their president does not accede to public reaction, she will be replaced by one that does. It is an erratic and spurious system they call democracy or something. You believe that is a probable contingency? We have no choice, Your Rightness. We must place the Kith battlefeet on imminent conflict alert. There are spaceships, and there are spaceships, and then there are spaceships. <laughs>
and the Magellan Danube 4000 is without any doubt one of these. It's a man's spaceship. It's a spaceship literally fueled with testosterone. This is not a spaceship for shandy drinkers. This is a spaceship that shouts out, Ladies, bring a toothbrush and a spare set of knickers. Listen to the throb of those ellipse converters. That is serious thrust. The uh, superb Nebula Toscanini, however, is a ship for the more discerning customer. <laughs> a modern take on the old-school Nebula, but with the latest in gamma burst generators, not to mention a detachable soft top. We're talking class, we're talking efficiency, we're talking sophistication. The Freefall Sunstriker, on the other hand, offers everything you expect from the Sunstriker workshop. Look under the hood and you'll find the Freefall has the same engine as the Moonstorm at a fraction of the cost. If the Freefall was a cat... No, 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 no. No, I'm still not sure about this. It just doesn't sound right with a girl saying it. Give us a chance, mate. You read the memo from the home station, Jeff, that the producers want us to broaden our appeal, and that's why they sent Miss... um... Nova. Lucy Vauxhall Nova. (laughs) Miss Nova. This show is watched by blokes throughout the seven galaxies. The last thing we need is to broaden our appeal, particularly with a female of the weaker gender. Hey, I know a bit about spaceships, mate. Oh, really? Yes, like, um, Hyperion boosters. They operate on the principle of... uh, Yeah, on the principle of what? On principle. (laughs) On the principle of operating. You see what I mean? She is at the mercy of her hormones, a danger to herself and to others. Yeah, and you're too old to be wearing jeans, but I don't go on about it, do I? (laughs) He's got you there, Chief. Shut up, O'Reilly. We can't have a woman presenting. We'll be looking at the latest in atmospheric re-entry shielding and she'll be wanting to talk about her emotional problems. Before you know it, the show will be all about shoes. Doctor, I'll kill you for this. Uh, The memo did say, though, that the producers were particularly keen that she should join the team, even if it meant one of us, um, leaving the team. I suppose she can't do any damage if we put her next to the funky board. Stand there, love. Smile and stick out your bits. Anything else? You'd like me to make the tea, perhaps? Or maybe teach you the rudiments of cave painting and the use of fire? Cup of tea would be wonderful. But first, the ground rules. There are ground rules? Apart from not needing you in the... You are a woman, so no driving, because we all know what you're like. One minute you're checking your lipstick in the rearview mirror, the next you've reversed into an asteroid belt and knackered the clutch into the bargain. Oh, right, so male drivers never get into any accidents. Nope. It's a scientific fact. Men do not possess the accident chromosome. What about my predecessor, Timbo? He didn't exactly miss the whole moon area. That was not an accident. That ship was a deliberate kith death trap. Yeah, um, careful, Chief. Uh, political correctness and all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, given the current fatality rate, I have no problem with not driving. No problem at all. I've already had one near totally breaking myself experience today. Rule two, no opinions. I don't want you saying a spaceship should go on the funky board just because it's a nice colour that matches your handbag. (laughs) You just want me to stand here and look pretty. If that's not too difficult. Thirdly, whatever happens, no matter what, I get the last word, Okay. Last word, you. Right. This is my show. I refuse to be upstaged by a girl. Okay. Let's go again. Welcome, welcome to Max Warp. Tonight, the Skythross Warp Shock. The last word in superluminary style, or the last word in looking like a total Morok. We put the new Thornton 90 through her paces and ask, whatever happened to the old Cobra Mark III? Stop being boring, O'Reilly. And finally, we have Lucy Vauxhall Nova, who'll be showing us the latest on... Oh, she won't know. Still not working, is it? You're not looking dumb enough. Men don't want thinkers, women. They want... Patrons are reminded that the main exhibition hall will be closing in five minutes. Please make your way to the indicated exits. Patrons are reminded that the main exhibition hall will be closing in five minutes. Well, Doctor, have you found our murderer? You have to understand, President Valen, these things take time. You can't just point the finger at the first person to look shifty. Pity. According to my spin droid, my approval ratings have sunk through the floor, there's rioting on the outer colonies, and the opposition are calling for my impeachment. Where is your metal friend, by the way? I would have thought it would be by your side at this time of crisis. It's probably recharging. 
I'm always forgetting and leaving it on standby overnight. Can you call it? What do you do, whistle? Or do you work it with a key fob? Spindroid to the presidential suite. Spindroid to the presidential suite. Odd. No response. No. And if it's not here, then... You'll have to excuse me, Madam President. What is it? I'm very much afraid there's going to be another murder. Don't take it to heart. A lot of the blokey stuff is put on for the cameras. It's ironic. I kind of got the impression he meant it. No, no, I think he likes you. <laughs> He's usually much more patronising, honestly. Here we are. That's old bizarre for O'Reilly. Gin and tonic for you and lockbox for me. Cheers and welcome to the show, Miss Nova. Even if you are of a non-male persuasion. Ta. Cheers. So, uh, Lucy... How do you feel, stepping into a dead man's shoes? Oh, shut up, O'Reilly. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure you'll last longer than the last one. A few more shows under your belt should do it. Hadn't Timber been with you very long, then? No, no, he only joined us, what was it, ooh, about three months ago, wasn't he, Chief? Yeah, come to think of it, he was assigned to the show in the same way as you, Miss LVN. Memo from the producers on home station, new presenter required, then he turns up out of the blue. Never heard of him, no background, no experience. He knew his stuff, though. True. Young Timbo knew everything there was to know about spaceships that was worth knowing. And you, O'Reilly, knew everything else. Weren't you suspicious, him just appearing like that? No, seemed nice enough, lad. Enthusiastic, always ferreting around, hence the name, Ferret. Mm. <laughs> Didn't deserve to die, anyway. So you've no idea why anyone would want to kill him? Nope. Not me. O'Reilly? No. And most of the death threats we get here are for Jeffrey, from uh, feminists, from environmental campaigners, from animal welfare activists, from... Yeah, uh, thanks. O'Reilly, you're round, I believe. Oh, righty-ho. Off I pop. So, how did you get into this presenting lark? You don't strike me as the media type. Me? No. I used to be a test pilot during the war. That was my, uh... Yeah, I flew experimental star jets, tried out the latest weapon systems, that sort of thing. Nothing wild. So you didn't actually do any fighting? Sometimes I wish I did, but no. No, I was lucky. I was too important to the research effort to be sent into the mindless slaughter. That's why I'm still here today. So there's no love lost between you and the Kith? Another few weeks, another month, and we would have had victory. Instead, we have to pay them compensation. We have to apologise for our heroes. We, we can't even speak our minds without causing offence. Is that what our boys died for? Except you. Yeah, right. Oh, listen, love, you weren't there. You don't know what it was like. I know the kith. And all this so-called peaceful cooperation. <laughs> it's a joke. So what? You'd be OK with there being another war? What? If you'd seen what I've seen... A tide of flame sweeping across the surface of a planet. If you could imagine, I'd want to put us through that again. I'm sorry. Yeah, so am I. Look, it's been a long day, love. I'm probably still upset about Timbo. I'm going to call it a night. You'll be OK with O'Reilly? I suppose so. Don't, don't worry. He'll probably try to chat you up by talking about catalytic filter systems. Mm, great. Look forward to that, then. Oh, where's Jeffrey gone? He said he was knackered. So, just does, eh? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lucy. Yeah? As a woman, and I want your honest opinion on this, where do you stand on the whole issue of catalytic filtration systems? Hello? Mr Spin? It's the doctor. I just want to have a quick word. Miss Kilbride, what are you doing here, in the shadows? What are you doing down here? The lower levels are a restricted area. I'm looking for the President's Spindroid. It's mysteriously gone missing. Again? And this little gadget... Sorry, the President's Spindroid has gone missing before? Yes. How interesting. Wait, what's this? Here's Shanna Torch over here. Oh, my God, what's that? That... Rather looks like what's left of the president's spindroid. Oh. <sighs> Are you all right, O'Reilly? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I think I just uh, had a bad pasty. Anyway, uh, as I was saying, the thing about quark drives is if you compare them to the old plasma outfits. I mean... Oh, look! This is my floor. 
Bye. No, no, you, you, your room is on the same level as me. It's next one up. Is it? Well, I thought I might take the stairs. Exercise. Oh, fair enough. I'll, I'll keep you company. Midnight stroll. On second thoughts, we're in a lift. We've been mad not to use it. <laughs> well, I think this is where we say goodnight. Right, yes, uh, of course. Unless you would uh, like to say goodnight somewhere else. <clears throat> like in my room, he hinted romantically. No. I've already said it once. That's all you're getting. <laughs> no problem. There's a really good documentary on later about A-line converters. Which can... What was that? Well, there's bad time for me. Off I pop. O'Reilly! That came from the next room! Help! I'm under attack! Murder! What is it? Are you all right? I am being assassinated. Hang on. Don't get your branches in a twist. Have you actually been shot? Well, no, but... Look, they almost hit me. You can see the scorch mark. What was that? It was a laser. It passed over my upper tendrils. You can see no, the no, scorch... No, 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 shh. What, what is it? I thought I heard something, but... Lucy, you're not hurt. No, no, I'm fine. It's the Kith ambassador. He thinks someone's trying to kill him. I'll check the corridors, get a security lockdown. Ambassador, tell me what happened exactly. Well, I, I had just returned to my suite not more than five intervals ago and had switched off the illuminations. I require total darkness, you see, in order to enter my spore cycle. You really are a fascinating creature. Then, no sooner had I begun to phosphoresce when someone bursts in and attempts to shoot me in cold blood. I heard the shot. Mm, seems you had a lucky escape, Ambassador. By the skin of you... Well, you know what I mean. But is that all you can say? Someone is trying to have me prematerminated. Let me get this straight. You were where you are now, in your protein replenishment tank, and whoever it was came in through this door. But yes, yes. I didn't think to make a high-definition video record. I was being murdered. So you didn't get a clear view of your assailant? No. As I said, my room was in darkness. There's no sign of anyone, and the security scanners have been deactivated. Inconvenient, but not unexpected. Miss Gilbride, could you take care of the ambassador here? Why? What about you? I know what our murderer next has in store. Come on, Lucy, no time to lose. So, where are we going? You'll see soon enough. They're very helpful. Anyway, I know who did it. It was that thing, the President's robot. Really? What makes you think that? Well, when I was in the ambassador's room, I heard it. You're absolutely certain it was the spindroid? Why? Don't you believe me? No, it was just a few minutes ago I found it. In several small pieces. Hmm. Someone had made very sure it wouldn't be giving any polling results ever again. Well, if it wasn't Mr Spinney, who was it? I'm not sure. This whole thing is rather odd. Odd? You heard the ambassador, whoever it was, entered the room and he was beginning his phosphorescent stage. Yeah, which in my language means... He would have been glowing, bright green. So even in pitch darkness, his assassin would have had a clear target. So why they chose to fire into the lamp fittings instead? <gasps> I've got it! It's the Kith ambassador himself! I'm sorry? He faked an attempt on his own life! It's what they always do in these things. Maybe. Or maybe... Oh, here we are. The Max Warp Studio. Did they give you a pass key? Yeah, I think so. I tucked it in my... Hey, no peeking. Ah, here we go. Right, come on. We have a real murder to prevent. Ambassador, I urge you to reconsider. We both have a great deal invested in this event. To abandon it now... I have no option but to remove myself from danger. So please, I can assure you, your safety is of paramount importance. If my safety was that important, I wouldn't have been attacked. In my own suite, during my spore cycle. Unless, of course, that's what you wanted. Ambassador, you've had a great shock. Make sure my star schooner is ready for launch. I have desperate news. The Varlon are trying to kill me. That is a serious allegation. You are aware of the ramifications. I am. Request immediate dispatch. Of the Kith Battle Fleet. 
What are we looking for exactly? I'll know when I find it. When you were here, did you notice anything? Well, O'Reilly smells like loft insulation. And close up, you can see that Jeffrey wears foundation. I'll narrow it down. Did you notice anything suspicious? Oh, and nothing off the top of my head. Oh, no. Lucy, look at that. What is it? They've put the umbrial slipstream in the unfunky section of the funky board. Do they even have the slightest idea about spaceships? The slipstream is a classic. Right. I'm moving it on a point of principle. Anyway, Doctor, meanwhile, looking for clues before someone finds us. Right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, let's see. Video cameras, auto cue, satcom, link interface. What was that? Yes, this is it, of course. Doctor, I think we're not alone in here. Doctor? Lucy, get out, run! What about you? Don't worry about me, go, go! Ambassador, I urge you to reconsider. My decision is final. I am returning to the oligarchy. At least allow me to offer you safe conduct. Your concern is redundant. The Kith battlefleet will be escorting me. The what? The Kith have just crossed the exclusion perimeter of the Sirius system. President, there are thousands of them. Kith Ambassador, I'm begging you. Goodbye, President Varlon. It has been a pity. Star schooner leaving docking bay. What are we going to do? What am I going to do? President Varlin, I need your help. Investigator, this is not a convenient moment. It's the doctor. He's in the Max Warp studio. Somebody's trying to kill him. Your colleague will have to wait. We have a Kith battle fleet closing in on us. A what? Oh, is that what all those little flashing yellow dots mean? Yes. Hmm. And that little dot? That's the Kith ambassador star schooner. Oh, no. What is it? That shouldn't be. It's ejecting fuel. Supersaturated plasma. President Barlow, help me. Sabotage. Controls locked. What can we do? The web drive engaged. Ignition in point on an interval. Ambassador, if you ignite the plasma fuel, it will explode. The ambassador's ship. It's disintegrated. This is it then. This is the end. It must be the same person, the one who killed Timbo. It's beyond that now. The Kith will interpret this as an act of war. I'm going to get the doctor. He'll know what to do. Doctor? Doctor, are you in here? Who's that? O'Reilly. What are you doing? Um, we put out a video a while ago. Comparing tractor beam specs, <clears throat> I couldn't sleep, so I thought I didn't hear So it. you've only been in here a few minutes? Yeah. Yeah, why? It's nothing. Oh, God, Doctor, why are you never around when we need you? Oh, my God. I never thought I'd hear that again. What is it? A battle readiness alert means only one thing. We're at war. This is an imminent attack alert. Repeat, an imminent attack alert. All personnel to defensive stations. Members of the public are advised to remain calm. Everything is under control. Emergency! This is an imminent attack alert. Repeat, an imminent attack alert. Following the murder of our ambassador, we have no alternative but to take military reprisals. Oligarch, please, listen to me. Your station and its inhabitants will be summarily annihilated. You will be given five minutes in order to make all necessary legal and religious arrangements. Well... That's that thing. What's happening? Whoa, loads of spaceships. You couldn't locate your colleague? No, he seems to have disappeared. Then we have no hope. Gilbride, activate requiem procedures. Wait. Doctor, where have you been? I'll explain later. I know I always say that, but this time I will, I promise. But first, calling the Kith oligarch, are you receiving me? I'm the doctor, but that's not important right now. What is important is that you power down every ship in your fleet immediately. Are you threatening us? No, I'm warning you. You see, when I opened this SATCOM link, I transmitted a computer virus, which has infected every single one of your flight computers. (laughs) No, no, that is not possible. You lie. You can put it to the test if you like. But I honestly wouldn't recommend it. The slightest move and you'll fly directly into the nearest moon or planet or asteroid. Kith technicians report flight computers are reprogramming themselves. Control systems are locked. 
No, no, I, I, I do not want to send an error report. Come on, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Disengaging power supply. Closing SATCOM link. The whole fleet? They're motionless. No energy traces. No, and if they so much as switch their flight computers back on, they're dead. So they're defenseless? It seems you're presented with a choice, President Varlin. You can, if you wish, wipe out the entire Kith race. Just give the order and your approval rating would improve dramatically. Guarantee you the next election, and probably the one after that. But they're sitting ducks, you can't. Or you can send them help. So, come on, what is it to be? Doctor, give me a moment. I have to consider the options. What's the matter? Can't make a decision without your precious spin droid. Security Officer Gilbride, I want recovery ships sent to the battle fleet immediately. Full medical assistance, no kith are to be harmed. That is an order. Yes, President. One thing I've learned, the best way to win a war is not to start one in the first place. Yes, but on the other hand, Doctor, I think I've just committed political suicide. Uh, hang on, Doctor. How did you know about that computer virus thing? Ah, well... If you will allow me, President Varlin, I'd like to gather the suspects. Victims of the recent false alarm can call our helpline for friendly, sympathetic advice from our team of highly trained robots. Gilbride, President Varlin, Jeffrey, O'Reilly. My friend Lucy was asking how I knew about the computer virus. Well, you see, that was the murderer's plan all along. I'm sorry, what? It was a trap. Somebody intended to lure the Kith battle fleet here in order to destroy it. To give the Valen people the victory they so desperately desired. Are you suggesting... The computer virus was a masterpiece of programming, but it was untested in the field. So first, our killer needed a guinea pig. Or to be precise, a ferret. Timber the ferret? So he was just an innocent victim? Victim, yes. Innocent, no. Because Timber was not all he seemed. He wasn't just the presenter of a VD motor show. He was an undercover Kith agent. No way. Young Timber, a Kith agent? On my station? This is outrageous. And without you knowing about it, Timber had been sent to investigate someone the Kith suspected of acting against them. Someone with unfinished business. Someone who had access to the new viral weaponry developed during the last days of the war. Outspoken columnist and media personality... Jeffrey Vantage. Oh, go on, Doctor. Don't stop now. I'm finding this utterly hilarious. But somehow Timbo had given himself away, so you decided to make him your first victim. You contacted him via a SATCOM link and transmitted the virus into his ship. Calling the ferret. Can you hear me? I hear you, Jeffrey. Just firing up the boosters now. Then all you would have to do would be to scare the Kith ambassador into leaving... Establish another SATCOM link with his ship and cause another fatal accident. The Kith Ambassador. You? You are Jeffrey Vantage. What do you want? Just to say, it's payback time. Presumably you were planning to save us all at the last minute by causing the Kith fleet to plunge into the nearest moon. Sorry about stealing your thunder. Very entertaining. But you can't prove any of this. Funny thing is, though, this whole affair has been based on a false premise. My companion and I came to investigate a murder when no murder had taken place. I'm sorry? What? Yeah, you've lost me too. What Jeffrey didn't realise was that Timbo knew he was living on borrowed time. So Timbo decided to put himself out of harm's way by faking his own death. Oh, sorry, he did what? He wasn't on board that spaceship when it crashed. But I checked. The scans. Indicated that no one had gone near the sunstorm. Didn't that strike you as odd? Surely they should have indicated that Timbo, at least, had gone near the sunstorm. I didn't think. Don't feel bad about it. You can't be expected to think of everything. And as he was a Kith agent, Timbo could easily pilot the Kith Sunstorm ship by remote control whilst sitting, safe and sound, inside one of the flight simulators. But if Timbo was still alive, what happened to him? He adopted a disguise, one that would allow him to get close to the President to protect her and make sure she did nothing rash. If you'll allow me. My spin droid! No, your spin droid was dismantled. This was its replacement, except it's not a big, shiny robot at all. If you remove the head, you'll find it is, in fact, 
A man in a robot suit. <gasps> Timber, the ferret. Actually, to be honest, I thought it was a bit unconvincing all along. <sighs> Doctor, thanks. You'd be amazed how hot it is in there. I'm sweating buckets. But then while disguised as a spin-droid, Timbo saw that two investigators had been sent to look into the cause of his death. And so he decided to give them a clue. Right. So that's why we were gassed and dumped in the flight simulator. Exactly. Mm, bit of a rubbish clue, though, isn't it? I mean, talk about cryptic. So let me get this straight. I murdered Timbo, except I didn't. So remind me exactly what am I supposed to be guilty of again? But you did kill the Kith ambassador. You caused its spaceship to explode. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was that. But, you know, the old saying, the only good Kith is a kith reduced to its constituent molecules. And now you leave me with no choice but to... Ah! Gilbride, do something! Put the pistol down, Geoffrey. You can't win. Everybody stay back, or your president dies. <laughs> I don't believe this. What, you, you mean the doctor's right? You, you're the one who... Shut killed... up, O'Reilly. God, you've bored me, you really have. Hey, Jeff, let's spend the evening talking about gravitic thrust converters. Oh... Do you have any idea how tedious it is to talk about spaceships all the time? Sorry, sorry, I, and I, I the didn't... the funky board, I've had it up to here with a funky board and stars in their budget-conscious spaceships. I, I've spent the best years of my life presenting a motoring show for middle-aged men. Well, no more. No more. This way, Madam President. <laughs> Don't struggle. I don't want to hurt you, President Marlon, but if I have to... You won't get away with this. You have nowhere to go. On the contrary, I have a Magellan Danube 4000 waiting for me in the docking court, all fueled up and ready to go. But first, President, give the order to destroy the Kith battle fleet. Now, or I'll kill you. Then you'll have to kill me. What? I would rather die than be responsible for the death of a single innocent. Oh, good grief. She's turned into a bleeding-heart liberal. Ah! Jeffrey Vantage, drop the weapon. Ambassador! But I... I killed you. I blew up your stupid spaceship. Drop it. No. Or you will be annihilated. Doctor, Lucy, it's safe for you to come out now. You see, when I knew what you had planned, I had a word with the Kith ambassador. I made sure that he was also in a flight simulator instead of his spaceship. So he faked his own death as well? This is worse than Praro. You don't understand, any of you. You weren't there. The Kith are our enemies. Don't you remember what they did? Millions of good people died because of them. I thought you said you didn't want another war. I don't. That's why I did it. So we'd never have to go through that again. So, what? Did all those people die for nothing so that we could forget it ever happened? No, those people fought and died so the next generation wouldn't have to. Oh, spare me the politically correct platitudes, Doctor. I suppose next you'll be saying we should all hug each other Oh, in the name of the seven galaxies, shut up. What? Ten years I put up with you whining on about political correctness this, political correctness that, feminists, do-gooders, environmentalists... Well, now I'm going to have the last word, and that word is shut up. And before you say anything, Geoffrey, I'm hyphenating, OK? Timbo. Yes? Take him away. Could Flight Commander P.R. Johnson please contact the intergalactic operator? Welcome. Welcome to Max Warp. And in this week's show, we'll be putting the new hydrogen fuel feed filtration converter through its paces. We'll also be comparing different types of luggage rack and exploring the history of the humble traffic bollard. Plus, residual dampeners, yay or nay, and the top ten hits for caravan holidays. Oh, God. He's going to get it axed. Well, I don't know. People might like the show if it's actually about spaceships. Really? No, he's going to get it axed. <laughs> It'll be a bit difficult to keep it going as it was, what with Jeffrey in prison. I know, but I can't believe they scrapped the funky board. That was my favourite bit. And what about President Farlon? She's hardly the hero of the hour. She, look, she's on the news. 
President Varon, is it true that you could have destroyed the Kith fleet? It is not my policy to comment on um, rumours. I can say, however, that relations between the Varon and the Kith have never been friendlier, and that following the success of the cruiser show, we intend to cooperate on further initiatives. Yes? Ambassador, your response? We are grateful to the President for her kind comments and wish to reiterate our commitment to the peace process. And by way of demonstration, we have agreed to make a substantial financial investment in the Varlon Empire. And I am delighted to announce that as a result of this new arrangement, my government will be abolishing all forms of income tax with immediate effect. I think she'll be fine. It's amazing how effective politicians can be when they stop doing what their spindroids tell them. You've been loving all this, haven't you? Playing the detective. Well, there's nothing like a good murder mystery, is there? Yeah, in this case, a murder mystery where nobody died. That's the thing about murder mysteries. There's always a twist in the tale. Could Monoid 18 make his way to the information desk where his parents are still waiting? You know, for all these spaceships being all sleek and powerful and having Hyperion boosters and whatnot, I think I prefer the TARDIS. Really? I mean, it can go anywhere in time and space. That's got to count for something. True. And it's bigger on the inside, which is handy if you've got loads of stuff and you need somewhere to put it. Absolutely. Very good point. But do you know what I like most about it? Oh, go on. It's a really nice shade of blue. Get in. <laughs> what did you say it stood for again? Time and relative dimensions. Yes. Time and relative dimensions in shed. That, that is not what it stands for. Yes, it does. It's a Doctor Who, Max Warp, directed by Barnaby Edwards. Paul McGann starred as the Doctor, with Sheridan Smith as Lucy Miller. Geoffrey Vantage, Graham Garden. O'Reilly, James Fleet. Timbo the Ferret, Duncan James. The Kith, Nick Brimble. President Varlon, Samantha Hughes. Gilbride, Katerina Olsen. Sound design and music by ERS. Audio Adventures of Doctor Who are produced by Barnaby Edwards, Sharon Gosling, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Haig-Ellery for Big Finish Productions.